everybody. We are here uh, for today's Ripple Effect uh, podcast. My name is Brian, and I'm one of the ministers of the church here with uh, Rachel. She's our student minister, and we are out uh, on location today with Mark and Deb Strid. And we'll uh, tell you a little bit about them here in a little while. But we have come out to a place called, you call it Sugar Creek Lodge, yes. right? I keep saying Sugar Creek Retreat, and I think it's Sugar Creek Lodge. And because I looked up on Google to make sure I remembered how to get out here today. But, um, man, the ministers came out here a few months ago, I think, for a retreat. And we decided um, this is kind of a hidden gem in town. It'd be nice sometimes to uh, come out here and show you around. So we'll do that during part of this podcast while we're talking. We'll show you some little clips of what the grounds and the buildings here look like. But it is just uh, great to be out here with you all today. And so we'll talk with them during our spotlight segment in just a minute. Now, our, our uh, sponsor today, Rachel's going to grab them because I forgot. Uh, yesterday, we had an event at the college, so she's holding up some uh, marshmallows. marshmallows. So it was our central students moved back. They had their what they call Connection Week over at Central Christian College of the Bible. And last night, we always try to think of something creative to do to welcome them. And so last night, we were over there for their community connection fair and we did an indoor s'mores bar mm -hmm. which it ended up going great yeah uh, I don't remember what you call those little warmer things but Bunsen burners oh, like a, uh, <laughs> something like portable that. burner yeah and uh, we tried it out and it worked great for roasting a marshmallow over it was non-toxic so we didn't have to worry about getting someone sick <laughs> or something like that but yeah, it was a good time. We got to meet some of the incoming freshmen and also just a lot of reconnecting mm -hmm. with uh, returning students and staff and so if you're watching this and you were a part of that it was good to be there with you last night and uh, we again to any of you uh, newer students who might be at Central this semester we'll look forward to hopefully meeting you we're just right around the corner from the college so hopefully you'll get to attend some this semester over at Timberlake um, so recapping Sunday this was uh, the first week of our series that we're calling First Things First. And uh, I really enjoyed Sunday. It was one of those weeks that seemed like Daniel's, of course, I knew what he was talking about, and we had talked about it in the sermon team, but there are some weeks where everything just kind of gels really well, and you're like, that was a Holy Spirit thing, putting the songs, the message, everything together, and I, I felt that way Sunday, and I don't know, how was your Sunday? Back well, it's in always so funny, because like whatever we talk about in Sunday school always ends up in the sermon, <laughs> like a verse or a song, and I just look around and I go, I'm like, did the students hear that? Like, <laughs> that? That's how it always feels on Sunday. So, and I always thought maybe that was a planned thing. I'm guessing it's not because it's, I haven't planned it one, once, but mm. I think it's just like a, again, like a Holy Spirit thing. Yeah. It all just meshes so perfectly. Mm -hmm. so. Obviously, the song, First Things First, we had intentionally planned that because mm -hmm. it just kind of popped into my head when we were going through series titles. Um, but I think it was a great way to open this series where we're going to talk about stewardship of um, different aspects of our lives just to, I mean, worship should be keeping Christ at the center on Sunday, obviously, but it's not just about Sunday. And um, so I think that set the stage well for everything we're talking about leading up to serve day. 
even serve day and going out and serving others and doing things in the community, all kinds of random things, you know, supporting first responders, doing trash cleanup, whatever it is. Um, it's all centered around Christ. You know, sometimes we do walk around town with a serve shirt or something about the church or whatever, and maybe a little piece of its publicity in a way, but that's not at all the main point of what we're doing. So that, that's kind of why we planned this series right now. Um, Cause a lot of times people are refocusing at this time of year, we come back from vacations and all those kind of things. And so we're, we're looking forward to seeing you if you've been off uh, doing your last summer trips or whatever. Our attendance has been really up and down the last few weeks. And so <laughs> September is usually a time where we all kind of get back together again. So we're looking forward to that. Now we're going to move on to our TLCC top three. And we were joking earlier, this could be top 10 easily right now because this is the time of year everything ramps back up. And Sunday, we talked a little bit about groups, right? And we talked specifically this past Sunday about Wednesday night groups. And um, so that's one thing to keep on your mind. We'll be posting a link. Uh, I'm not posting it today because they're not all solidified yet. It's always hard to get everyone nailed down on exactly which days and what they're studying. And before we publicize that, we want it to be accurate. So give us just a few more days, but we'll publish online a, pl a place to sign up for these groups. Um, hopefully on Sunday, you can go ahead and do that. So we have groups coming up. We also have serve day signups this coming week. And so we're kind of priming you for that. If you're watching this, think about what your family might want to do. Some of you that have been around know some of the typical projects, like I mentioned, you know, going around doing litter cleanup or some uh, things like that, but there's always some unique groups as well. But what it'd be good for you to do is think about, is your family in town first on the 10th? Do you want to do a project together? What type of project do you want? Do you want to be indoors or outdoors. Have that kind of in your mind so that when we do the signups Sunday, uh, you can go find a project. We are going to require advanced sign-up this year. Last year, some of them were like, show up and we'll put you in a project. And it was kind of mass chaos. And we're like, no, everything's going to be advanced sign-up this year for the serve day, for the meal, and for childcare. So it's kind of like you're RSVPing to serve, but we need that to be able to plan uh, appropriately, have enough gloves, have enough supplies, and have enough leaders. So that's coming up Sunday. So um, that was that was all, believe it or not, one of our top three. <laughs> We're kind of cramming a bunch in today. Second is just to say something we said Sunday, which is for members on uh, September 17th will be our annual vote. And that would typically have been the second Sunday of September, but this the third Sunday of September because of serve day and all that happening on the 10th. So you, you if you're a member, you should have received a letter with some bylaws changes we've proposed as well as I can tell you our um, leadership uh, nominees. And these are all returning people. So hopefully you know them. If not, um, we can definitely introduce you to them. But these are guys that have really all served at the church for a while. Cecil Brassfield, he took a year off, but he's willing to come back as an elder. So he's nominated. Ron Self, of course, longtime elder. He's uh, nominated to return. And then three returning deacon candidates, Todd Beaverson, Lee Bowman, and Adam Cousin. These are all guys that have served our church in a variety of ways, and they are nominated and they'll be voted on on September 17th. 
All right, so Rachel is going to take it over because the student ministry, Arise Student Ministry, kind of has their own top three this week. Yeah, we do. Um, because Wednesday nights are getting ready to gear back up, we do. Uh, we try to do a kickoff at the beginning of each year. And this year, our kickoff is going to be on September 3rd. So Wednesday nights start on September 6th. On that Wednesday, so if you think that Sunday night, we're going to be doing a kickoff at the church building. And it's for incoming 6th graders to 12th graders. And it is... We, we call it an escape room. It's not really an escape room. It's more like escape the building. <laughs> but it should be a lot of fun. We've never done anything like it that I can think of. Um, Levi Block and I were talking about it earlier today, trying to figure out logistics. And it really does just sound like a lot of fun. It's from 6 to 8. Uh, bring your student. We're going to meet back in the student classrooms to get started. And it should be a lot of fun. Just, but before that, I forgot this one. On the 30th of this month, it's a Wednesday, the last Wednesday of the month, we're holding a parent meeting in rooms 405 and 406, the back corner of the building, and that is for anybody, a parent of middle school through high schooler. It doesn't, you don't even have to be the parent. I had somebody call me today um, who they're going to be a guardian of a potential student, and it's like, yeah, that counts. Come to the meeting. Um, maybe you're a grandparent of a student that comes, that, that the meeting is for you. It's for parents or guardians or leaders of these students to come to give you a chance to ask questions, to hear about what's our plan for the whole year, to give me insight into kind of what what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and to just kind of give you an opportunity to say anything that's been on your mind or to ask questions. And then the last one <laughs> is at the end of September. Honestly, I cannot remember the dates. It's the 20, it's whenever we come back from that trip, but mm -hmm. it's the last weekend of September. The Friday, Saturday is getaway down in Ozark for middle schoolers. So sixth through eighth grade, you need to sign your children up beforehand. Um, and that is a Google form that I should have emailed out to almost all of the parents of middle schoolers. So if you didn't get one, you should contact me. I probably just missed you. But if you, if your child wants to go, it's down at Ozark Christian college. It's just like a overnight conference with, band speakers activities and we're just going to be having a great time together so that event if you register before september 15th is 35 dollars, and after the 15th will be 45 dollars. so if you want to save a little bit of money uh register your child ahead of time but yeah looking forward to getting back into the swing of things yep it's going to be a good year yep and this coming sunday we'll be talking also about small groups and kind of introducing you to some of the small groups. And so a lot of things going on. We're trying to keep you informed and there's a variety of ways we do that on Sunday. We print it in the, like the connections newsletter will be out this week. We'll, we'll have uh, the groups and classes page of the website updated with all this info. And, um, so Hope that you join in some of these opportunities to get plugged into things this fall. Now, our weekly spotlight, and the reason we're out here at this uh, beautiful property today is because of uh, Mark and Deb and Sugar Creek Lodge. So I just wanted you first, anything you want to do to introduce yourselves to anybody in our church that wouldn't know you or, um, you know, tell about how long you've been coming to Timberlake or just who are you first? Uh, well, I'll start initially. Uh, 
we we retired from Columbia, where both Debbie and I worked at the University of Missouri. I'll tell, let her tell a little more about that story. But uh, we retired and chose uh, Moberly as, or we're actually outside of Moberly, but chose Moberly as a retirement spot. And part of that is this property became available, and we had a dream of creating a space to uh, to serve the kingdom in our retirement. We're kind of both gifted with hospitality. Uh, and in our spiritual gifting and it just it made sense now four years later we're we're still trying to finish the project but we're very close mm -hmm. our first retreat will be in october mm -hmm. and i'll let debbie tell you a little bit about how we got here uh like mark said we both uh worked at the university uh my job was uh the innkeeper for the gathering place bed and breakfast and it was a teaching facility for college students um and the uh hotel and restaurant and the hospitality industry. Um, so uh, did that for 10 years and we both loved meeting people and you know a lot of international folks came through, a lot of the parents came through and it was just, um, it was really great getting to know folks from all over. And so we kind of wanted to continue that hospitality into our retirement. And so this was kind of a logical step. Yeah. It, it did include living on campus for 10 years. Which was a <laughs> unique so. opportunity for people our age, but we survived that. Uh, and here we are. This is quiet. This it's is a really, lot more peaceful. Yeah, a lot more peaceful. So you kind of talked about how you got the idea, but what I wanted to um, talk about was, you know, what's the purpose or the goals for this center, like once it's fully functioning? Mm -hmm. Well, you want, to, you want to start? Okay. Uh, you know, we, uh, Debbie had more exposure to Christian retreats than I did. Uh, men are, are, are sometimes less likely to go on a weekend retreat with other men. Uh, we hope to change that. There's a lot of things we, we feel that could be, it could be done here to attract men. Uh, but basically, uh, uh, if you're not familiar with Christian retreats, they take on all kinds of forms, from silence and solitude uh, to uh, Bible studies uh, to just getting out of your day-to-day -day comfort zone, going away with a group of Christians and connecting in a different way with God and community. And uh, we, um, we just felt that uh, with our gifting of hospitality, uh, we wanted to put it to a better use than just serving uh, travelers. And uh, so we, we literally looked for a place that was not too large for us to manage, although I'm, I'm not sure we hit that mark. <laughs> I, I can't manage the lawn mowing very well right now, but uh, we, we tried to build something that she and I could manage for the most part. Uh, we don't know if, if we ever get busy enough, we'll be able to uh, have staff, but that's always, always a possibility. But it's hopeful. But we, uh, we let the churches bring their own programs here. We're a kind of uh, denominational agnostic when it comes to what you want to do with a retreat center, but we build it with this in mind, uh, comfort, uh, peace and quiet and functionality. And the functionality is that there's, there's room for large groups and there's room for small groups. Literally, I think as you've seen, as you went around here, mm -hmm. uh, we, we always uh, in the Christian community start in, in a, in a setting, whether it's for teaching or just for fellowship, in a large group, and then it really pays off to take 
that and, and move it into a small group setting and then come back into a large group. So we wanted people to be able to have the flexibility to, to uh, bring programs of their own liking. Uh, to the retreat centers. Mm -hmm. And it is set up so well. Again, we've only done a pretty small retreat here, um, technically before they've even been open, but, you know, it was only, what, less than 10 of us. Yeah. And we've got set up, I think, um, in October, the leadership, yes. the church leadership, yes. which will be a, a little bit larger group. And, but what that is what I loved about this, and we did this with the staff. We, we had some meal time, we had some small group time, we had some alone time where we could go off and do whatever, and then we had sort of our meeting time. And we used several of the different spaces, even for like eight people. And, and I loved that, and we've even talked about, I haven't taken them up on it yet, but on, on an, um, periodically on the Sabbath days that we are the, the the church leadership gives us a day a month for Sabbath because you know Sunday we have to sort of make our own Sabbath time as ministers and, yeah. and all ministers yes. do have to and so they give us periodic days that we don't have to call vacation days just for Sabbath time and this would be an awesome place to do that yeah. well actually a, a mentor of ours uh, when we were thinking through this whole project uh, expressed uh, a real need for that. He he works with pastors around the state, provide them resources, and he said, are you going to have some built-in pastoral care plan? And I said, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> so he's he so, a good mentor. Yeah, he's yeah. a good mentor for us. And we absolutely want to be able to serve the pastoral community with, uh, if it's single retreats where you just come out for a day and and spend time yeah. alone. That's that. That is uh, one of our uh, purposes here. It's one of the reasons that I was excited. I didn't get to come to the Ministerial Alliance meeting, but I was excited they came up here because they hopefully saw the same thing that we did when we came. That there, you can serve a variety of purposes. Yes. Now they did tell us. They're not a youth camp. They're not trying to like take the place of white oat. No, no <laughs> see, not at all. As I said, well, we've hopefully by now in the video, <laughs> you've seen some of the pictures and, mm -hmm. and clips. You'll see it's not set up for youth group. You know, that's yeah. not their purpose. And there are other places around here that serve that purpose. Yes. Uh, but the last thing I kind of wanted to do is uh, they're going to host a new small group for uh, we're just getting ready to advertise all those they'll have a chance to talk about that Sunday but since you're here now I wanted you to have a minute to talk about what your small group will be like what day and time and kind of what you expect out of that group absolutely um, our small group will be called um, coffee tea and fellowship um, hopefully a lot of fellowship and uh, I will mention that we roast our own coffee. That's a mission-minded um, thing that we do. My husband roasts coffee. It's imported from Honduras. We've been down there a few times. So um, we'll be serving our own uh, mission-minded roasted coffee. And for those who don't like coffee, I do have a large assortment of teas. Uh -huh. And um, we'll just be discussing the previous Sunday's um, service. Um, if somebody brings up a topic that they would prefer to discuss, we're going to be very flexible in that. So um, it'll be during the day. So it's on Tuesday mornings at 930. 
Um, so those mothers that send off their kids to school can come or those that don't like to drive at night mm -hmm. can come. So we hope that time fits um, some need. Yeah. Yeah, of course, we always want a variety of times with small groups. And if you're another person that's considered hosting a group, please get in contact with one of us. Uh, of course, Daniel is the staff person that deals most closely with small groups. Uh, he, he is helped by a uh, faithful volunteer, Ann Manier. Some of you know her. She uh, is an organized person and can help keep us in order and make sure we do things on time. So um, you can also talk to her if you know her. But, you know, we're always open to new groups and especially those that I feel like these kind of Tuesday groups are, um, we, we always have a lot of opportunities on Sundays, but what if someone works on Sunday? Or like I say, what if they really aren't comfortable driving at night, which mm -hmm. is most of them, especially when it gets later in the year, mm -hmm. end up after dark. So it's good to have a variety of times. And uh, so I just wanted to give you a chance to plug that sure. in. Uh, anything else you want to say about the retreat? Um, we built this retreat. Uh, uh, I've been on several um, women's retreats, and so I kind of incorporated you know, some of the things that I liked a lot or were lacking or something like that. So we do have a lot. We built it with um, conversation spaces in mind. So there's conversation spaces in the breezeways between both buildings and um, patios and porches and, and rooms set up where you can have conversations that was the part I liked about going on. I remember my first retreat, and I did not know a soul. And I came back with a, a lot of good friends. And it was mm -hmm. from just spending that one-on-one -on -one time. And um, the meals here will be all together as your group. So it's solely your group together. Yep. And um, Yeah, we should point out that we plan to offer a day, a, you know, a retreat that's as short as a day. Uh, two, days, two days midweek, uh, a weekend retreat is typically Friday night through Sunday morning. Uh, but uh, we, we, we want to address all those needs in the Christian community and not just be strictly a weekend re overnight retreat. Mm -hmm. Well, and she, as she mentioned, the coffee roasting, uh, we have talked to Mark about the possibility of roasting coffee fresh for church rather than buying it at Sam's Club. And they've needed to delay that because all the finishing and yeah. getting ready to actually yeah. host retreats. Yeah. But at some point, we hope that you'll get to uh, enjoy will. Uh, yes. better tasting fresh roasted coffee. And that we'll also have some people from church get to be involved in that Absolutely. process. Sure. So I, I love coffee, so I'm looking forward to that. And I've, you know, believe it or not, let many of you know that Daniel is not a coffee drinker. Mm -hmm. He said, I will drink that coffee. <laughs> so that's saying something because you'll never see him drinking coffee around the office. So. Drink our coffee twice now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can get my wife to drink it. She's becoming more of a coffee drinker. And it's if it's really good stuff, mm -hmm. she, like when we went to Haiti and she mm -hmm. had fresh roasted coffee there, different. she yeah, said it was completely different. Yes. She loved it. So. Um, well, we thank you for having us out here today, thank and uh, thank you for really just what you're doing for 
both our community and the Christian community, wider Christian community that will come and use this facility. And I'm really excited we have it in our own backyard. So um, we thank you all for yeah, we thank you all for joining us today. Um, just a short little blessing. My prayer for you is just that um, you look around you. I, I had this little uh, version Devo, which I've been using that a lot for my personal time ever since they put out the daily refresh. But uh, one of the little challenges was just every day this week, look for evidences of God's faithfulness around us. And, and we should be doing that. The problems of the world, they can be frustrating. They can be frightening even sometimes. Um, certainly unsettling and uncertain, but God's just greater than anything you might be facing. And we know that people watching uh, and listening to this every week face just so many things and you can count on him and his will's perfect. His plans for you are good. And so we leave you with that message today and we hope to see you Sunday or see you next week on the podcast.